and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about Knives Out. Queen <laughs> Queen and Slim and Waves. Wow. And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. Yeah. How's your week been? You forgot a part. Oh, with me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez, <laughs> who did not sneeze. No, but I almost did. How was your week? It was nice. Obviously, we had Thanksgiving. We ate a lot. We ate a lot. Actually, I didn't. I regret that. You really didn't eat very much. Also, Jared, I fill my plate. Like, okay, first of all, I, it's I, not I, filled, like, I ate one plate. It was full. I'm not, it's not like I'm getting, like, yeah. I, I have been with my father when he layers, like, he'll put stuff on top. It's not like I'm getting, like, mounds of everything. Yeah. I'm just getting, like, a little bit of everything. Right. But my plate is full. And then I look at Jared, and he has, like, one slender piece of turkey in the middle. And, and then, like, like little dabs and stuff. And I'm like, is that how I'm supposed to be eating? No. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> But everything was delicious. I'm, exactly. It's hard to control yourself. Yeah, yeah. I could have had a, that whole thing of mac and cheese. Yeah. Which isn't even a traditional Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, I don't know why we made it this year. But I, when I was telling this girl I work with, I, she was like, what was the best thing you had? And I said mac and cheese. And she was like, that's not a Thanksgiving thing. I was like, I don't care. It is now. <laughs> it was delicious. It was so good. I'm trying to think what else. The turkey came out very good Turkey this year. was very good. Do you remember what we did? It was a something's. Squash cock. What's it called? Spatch cock. Oh my god, yes. Which means you take out the spine and then you, my mom said you have to like break it down, like break the best breastbone so it's flat. And it cooks in like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was, it zoomed. It was so good. That was, we have to do that again. And it was juicy. Yeah. Mm. It was delicious. Because you also did a, she, uh, she, she did a salt brine. For days. Three days. That's a lot. What does that even mean? It, like, penetrates the flavor of the salt. You put it, like, in a bag? No, I think you just do a dry brine. You put Um, the salt and you leave it in the fridge. Wow. That way it's juicy and flavored all the way through. As opposed to, like, just the outside. It was delicious. Everything was good. Nothing was bad. Yeah. Absolutely. The ham was good. The ham was great. But we didn't take leftovers. Yeah. I blame your mom. Yeah. Let's blame her. Um... Anything else exciting happen? Black Friday? I went a little crazy. You got a brand new TV. Yeah. Ooh la la. It's big. <laughs> it's perfect for our Monday movies. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, I mean, it's nice. I love it. It's so nice. Yeah. We got a ton of movies. All of us did. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It was great. It was a little nuts. At work? And just like shopping. Oh, yeah, but it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Very, I didn't fall asleep. You did not fall asleep. When you got home, did you, like, collapse? No, I feel like we actually stayed up for, like, an hour, another hour. I stayed up the other night and watched Casey Musgraves Christmas thing, and it was, like, 1230. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to be in the Christmas lights at night and, like, be at peace. So I just, like, sat there, and it was so nice. Do you leave them on when you're not there? No, especially now that I have the thing that goes, Alexa, turn off Christmas. Yeah. Because it, it's so easy to pop it back on. Whereas before, I, I, you know, I'd leave it on while I slept. 
Because I was like, it was so much effort to unplug everything. Yeah, this one is the worst one behind the TV. It's yeah, especially get now one of those it's plugs. It's ten, it's twenty dollars for a pack of four. But then everything has to plug into those. No, it's just one thing. But all of the lights have to plug into it, right? No, they, you can plug it into different ones, and you group it in the app, mm-hmm. and then you just say it. So they turn. So you can get another, like a different one, and program that as TV, and then you could be like Alexa, turn off the TV. I think we got rid of our Alexa, didn't we? But I'm sure it's, you can do it through oh, this. Oh, that's true. Or if not, even if that, the actual plug has an app. Oh. So you can just turn everything off in the app. Still easier than wiggling your butt down there. That's true. Who am I to sell it? I've only had it for two weeks. so. But it's, I think, like not worth having to dig under the bookshelf. So if I'm at work, I can turn it on? Yeah, so I can do it from home. I mean, from work. That's amazing it's 20 bucks so even if you hate it you know it's can not, you send me the link yeah well thanks sam mackie he sent me that one <laughs> also we have to talk very quickly about american music awards oh right did you watch any of it even not like really. after the fact Mm-mm. i wish i could play selena gomez i saw what you said she started it yeah. which was i don't know who's to say i mean i i get it she's the most like she's so famous mm-hmm. But she kind of comes and goes in waves. Yeah, exactly. It was so bad. And in moments like that, I think, why don't you lip sync? Right. You know you can't sing it. Yeah. It didn't sound good. It's At this point, it's not a nerves thing. Or if it is, it's time to get over that. Right. It just, it was painful. And then it never got better. Like, throughout, honestly, the person who sang the best probably was Kesha. And she can't sing. So I was like, this is when we're getting into trouble. Her new song is so bad. But she sang TikTok and everybody went nuts. And the other one, didn't she? She sang the one with Big Frida. Oh, yeah. Which Big Frida literally just said like two words over and over. I was like, why are you here? I mean, good for him, but. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch. It was just, and then Taylor didn't sing all of it live. And the part she did sing live, I was like. You should have stuck with the track. Mm. Like, Shania sounded just awful. But then when she lip sync, everybody's like, oh, she's great on her songs. I was like, yeah, because she's not singing. Right. What a joke. It's bad. Music is really, and I guess I'm. that's where I, my dad used to say all the time, when you get older, you'll think all the people didn't suck too, so I guess I'm just getting older, but, it like, nobody was good. I was like, don't you want to, so, like, like people who actually can sing? <laughs> I mean, Billie Eilish can sing, but it's like she's whispering. Yeah. It's like, don't you want to like support artists who can like actually carry a tune? But now it's more the persona. Yeah. Totally. Even um, What's-Her-Face, who I love, Dua, Lu- Dua, Lupa, Dua Lipa, <laughs> she didn't sound that good. Yeah. I was like... Ugh. How about Shauna Camilla? She can sing. She yeah. actually has a good voice. Even on the Casey thing, I thought she sounded pretty good. Amazing. Um, Yeah. I like her, and he can sing for the purposes of that song. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm still not sure they're in love, but... No. That's okay. Um, The first thing we're going to talk about is Knives Out, starring Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson... Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Catherine Langford. Catherine Langford. Um, Lake Keith Stanfield. Mm -hmm. The guy from It. Little boy from It. Yeah. Anna Armas, who's actually the star of the movie. Full-blown movie star. Christopher Plummer is an old man who's yeah. like a mystery movie writer who dies. And then... Book writer. Book writer. Or author. Yeah, and then <laughs> Daniel Craig comes in 
and like tries to solve the case of his murder right with the police it's advertised as a I have a chip in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally went, I felt to go, ring. Wait, let me take a sip of the ring. Talk. It's advertised as a whodunit. Which I think they kind of was, that was overkill. What was the other movie that we thought was going to be too competitive for this? Hide and Seek. Oh, right. Is that and what I'm, it was called? Yeah. Or Ready or Not. Ready or Not. Because <laughs> they were advertised for the same way as like yeah. family crime. Yeah. That honestly was more fun than this yeah i was telling patrick just a minute ago while you're walking it stinks because like my brother loved it all the reviews have been so good and i really went into it thinking oh this is gonna be great i think that's why we were disappointed i was so let down by it i think the perfect word is lackluster yeah wasn't great wasn't bad yeah all the people in the movie are great like there's no denying they're all talented right um but, eh. A little boring. Yeah, they first of all, they tell you what happened. This isn't a spoiler. I won't spoil it or whatever. But, like, they tell you what happens five minutes into the movie. Yeah. So you know the outcome five minutes into the movie. So the rest of the movie is spent sort of filling in the in-between puzzle pieces and them doing, like, all these flashbacks. And so it's not a whodunit. There's mm-hmm. no, like, mystery element to it. And also, if you've seen the commercial, the only part that I think could have added a layer of, like, mystery to it is in the trailer over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, eh. Yeah. Do you think it has to do with the time of day we saw it? No. I was fine. I can't tell when you're asleep or not. I wasn't in that. You are so far, like, you're always moving and, t- like, you're just like this. Mm-hmm. When I'm dead, I'm just snoring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know when you fall asleep. I can see, and then when you pop back up, you wiggle your feet and try to wake up. I love that. It always makes me laugh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I do agree. I mean, it was late, obviously. Yeah. But, eh, I don't think if I saw it at 10 o'clock in the morning, I would have liked it any better. The last 30 minutes are them sitting in a room talking. Yeah. And that killed every bit of momentum. Yeah. I, like we said last night, it's like, the what you're wanting to see in an ensemble movie with an all-star cast is the dynamics between that all-star cast. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't spend any time with those people other than in passing and like cool shots of Jamie Lee Curtis smoking cigarettes. Right. And it was just sort of like, eh. I just couldn't tell what it was. Is it a comedy? Is it a mystery? Is it a murder? Like, it wasn't any of those things. It was just sort of like, eh. <laughs> Also, I didn't believe them as a family. No. And maybe it was because there wasn't enough time with all of them together. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I just kind of felt like they just dropped into that room. The biggest one, I would say, is, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson are supposed to be the parents of Chris Evans, Mm -hmm. who had no relationship whatsoever, were three actors who walked on set that day. Right. Like, they just had nothing to do with each other. What's interesting is Chris Evans said that apparently, what's his name, Patrick? Ryan Johnson? Yeah. Only does, like a take for each scene or like two takes for each scene i believe that and you can kind of tell Inter- you would think that'd be the opposite because he did star wars where he had probably had to do like a million yeah. takes also chris evans sorry patrick he's not good but he was great in snowpiercer maybe it was just this movie i do wonder seeing him in that i keep thinking like what for all these avengers people obviously robert Downey jr is doing Doolittle, so we are seeing that it's not on the up and up for him. Right. But like, and Tom Holland's going to like piddle out probably no shade, but like most likely most of those people do. Mm-hmm. But like, where will Chris Evans go? 
I truly don't know. Because he used to do, like, rom-coms, but I guess they don't make rom-coms anymore. Because I don't think he's a good enough actor right. to be, like, in a marriage story. Right. But I don't think... But... I don't think he's like funny and like a Ryan Reynolds kind of, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, where's kind of middle of the road. his path? So I guess this is a good choice for him. Yeah, but long term. Yeah, but long term. Yeah. He said on that actor's, on actor's thing, he would quit today if he could. He, he can. Like, I, literally. He's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Right. He can quit tomorrow. Yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't, acting doesn't do it for him. Doesn't so. that hurt your feelings when people say that? I mean, I don't really think that... I mean, there's probably like a handful of actors, but most people are doing it because they're getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah. They're not doing it for the craft. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get that. But when, like Jennifer Lawrence, I was like, I want to take a break. Yeah. I'm like. From what? This is your, like, aren't you, you're doing something that like so many people want to be, like, uh, what's your name from Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. She's like, I'm just doing this at this point because like, I love this show. I don't care about, I'm like, go away then. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, bye. Let other people do it. Right. Not that I'm going to be taking Chris Evans's roles, but. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It just seems like, yeah, I mean, it's tough. They get paid so much money. Of course. And also, he was in the movie for like 15 minutes. I so, can't. yeah. Um, it's just a different world. Yeah. Anyway, maybe go see it. Go yeah. see it. It made a ton of money. So, obviously, everybody. I mean, it was so well advertised. Mm-hmm. And they're all famous. Yeah. My usually dream kind of movie. Yeah. It's a good family movie. Yeah, that's true. Next, we're going to talk about Queen and Slim, starring... Daniel Kaluuya, is that right? I always want to say Kaluuya, like the drink. I think, yeah, Kaluuya. And I don't know the girl's name. It was her first film. Like Jody something? Yes, Jody something Smith. Yeah. Um, it's about a black couple that are on a first date. They get pulled over by a white cop. Uh, the white cop goes after them, and they and the Daniel shoots the cop. And then they're on the run. So it's like a modern day Bonnie and Clyde, obviously more geared towards like what's going on in the world and like the political world that we're in right now and current like hot topics. Exactly. Um, eh. Okay. First of all, I thought there were definitely great moments in the movie. Daniel is so good. Like in everything that he's in. Absolutely. He's always so good. The girl, it's her first movie. And or the first thing I've ever seen her in. I think I mean it said introducing, yeah. which generally means it's the first. Like well, a lot of times, I could feel that. Yeah. I also don't think the writing was necessarily in her favor. It's hard to go into a movie when she was kind of being like bitter Betty in the first scene, mm-hmm. which is when we're supposed to sort of like them as just like people who don't have problems yet. Right. So then, as it got into it, and she was still being kind of a bitter Betty, I was like, okay, well, when are you likable in this? Exactly. You know, it was, yeah. that was like sort of tough and like not in her favor. Uh, they didn't give her enough of a reason to be that way either. Exactly. Right. The part I enjoyed the most was the very beginning when they were just having casual conversation and later in the film when she was talking about her past and he was mm-hmm. talking about his past. Those parts really, I thought, were like yeah. well-written, thought out. And like we talked about before, half the movie felt like a music video where yeah. they didn't really know how to progress the plot in any way. So they were like... We'll just have them drive and do beautiful shots of them driving, which were beautiful. Yeah. But. And the director is a music video director. Exactly. But this is our first movie. Two hours and ten minutes. Same with Knives Out. Two hours. 
if you're going to, like, the next thing we're going to talk about waves, if you're going to make me sit for that long, I want it to be worth sitting for that long. Mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. wasn't worth sitting, not to compare the two movies, but Hobbs and Shaw was not worth sitting in the movie for two and a half hours. And this could have been easily an hour and a half. Absolutely. Knives Out could have been a solid, like, hour 40. Yeah. And it would have been, like, exactly. perfect. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I, but I did think, obviously, it's a tough movie. It's a tough topic. It's trying, like, they're trying to explore a topic that is not going to make anybody feel comfortable. And I thought they did a good job with that. Yeah. But it was definitely a long sit. Wasn't my favorite movie I've ever seen. Yeah. But then again, I'm thinking, like, is this movie made for me? Like, what am I supposed to feel? Yeah. I certainly did not feel empathy for them. No, and they made it hard. And especially because she was a lawyer. Yeah. So she, you know, has an insight into that situation, that world. And then she was the one who was like, let's go on the run. Yeah. And he, the guy who shot the cop, wanted to go tell his family and turn himself in. Yeah. And then later in the movie, we see him trying to call his family and connect with his family. So it was like, why? Why did they choose to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I just kept thinking, is this going to win awards? Probably not. Mm-mm. But I think it was a smart move for him. I think, like, he's proving that he can bounce around to a lot of different genres That's of true. That's very true. Um, That's true. Yeah. I just wish, again, it, I think I w- it would have been easier to digest had it been a little, like, not as lengthy of, like, shots of them sitting in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like... I think we got it. They're on the run. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It felt like there wasn't, they didn't have any story to tell us. So they were like, we're just going to keep it going. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Anything else? No. Next, we're going to talk about Wave, starring Sterling K. Brown. I don't know. And the girl from, I know like all these people's faces. Mm-hmm. The girl from Green Room. No, what's it called? Escape Room. What's Green Room? With Anton Yeltsin. Oh my gosh. Escape Room. And it's about a family. It's supposed to be like a modern take on like how a family deals with struggle. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Sterling K. Brown is like this very hard father who's like very pushy on his son, who's a wrestler. Yep. And it all takes place. Or the first half of the movie takes place from the perspective of the son. The second half of the movie takes place from the perspective of a daughter. And mm, love it. It like flips around. Yeah. It has the girl from Euphoria. Yeah. Everybody in the movie is like people you've seen their faces. Lucas Hedges is in it exactly. What's the main boy from? Uh, Kevin Harrison Jr. Kevin. Wasn't he in When They See Us? Uh, he, it comes at night. Oh yeah, he was in that. Whoa. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. It's the same director. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Assassination Nation. Oh. I don't remember as who. Mudbound. Okay, so he's worked. Not When They See Us. I think somebody on Twitter said that, but. I can't believe everything I read. No. Um, the first, like, five minutes of the movie, the camera's, like, spinning around and around, and I was like, what are we about to be sitting through? I told Patrick, I was like, I have to put my jacket over my face. Yeah, it was, I was <laughs> like, I'm going to be dizzy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but once it gets into it, it basically is, like, everything I wanted boyhood to be, which is, like, a very close to life obviously the situations are heightened his girlfriend gets pregnant she wants to get an abortion and sort of the windfall that comes from that but because i don't want to like give away the whole movie Mm because that's not advertised away but like 
the it deals with like the way teenagers relate to their parents, the way their parents sort of try to find their window in with their kids, and then totally. obviously the crazy relationship between Sterling K. Brown, who was so good. Yeah. Um his like how he's like taking it out on his kids and sort of just trying to be make them do their best, but like is he handling it the right way and And even the kids own secrets. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, the boy, he has, like, an arm injury that he's not talking about. Yeah. Which leads him to doing all this other mess. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah, it was so good. You really cannot ask for a better movie. Really, exactly. (laughs) And, see, that movie was super long, which made me nervous. Also, I saw it at 1030 at night. Yeah. Um, So it was late, for sure. And I was in Dagon Burbank alone. Also, that mall, it was in the mall. Oh, the smaller ants. Yes. Yeah. And... The mall was still open mm-hmm. at like one a.m. Like the people were just like cleaning the floors, mm-hmm. and I, there I was walking through the mall. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, "Hello." <laughs> um, yeah, but it was so great. But I did, I keep thinking like I haven't seen a lot of stuff for like is yeah. this going to be pushed for awards or is it just not getting the momentum behind it? Well, a twenty four is interesting. I think yeah. this will be the movie that they push push fully. Yeah. Or, and Uncut Gems. I think those two really are the ones that they're trying to make happen. Yeah. I could see waves happening more than Uncut Gems. Totally. At least for, like, screenplay. Yeah. The music was great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It was kind of like Spring Breakers. That's why I told you you would like it. Because yeah. it has that same kind of feel to it. It's absolutely. very, like, gritty. Yeah. And the, but the pacing of it, too, is so good. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. And the girl was fantastic. Everybody. And Luke, yeah, exactly. The mom. Yeah, anything else you want to say about it? Go see Waves. Go see Waves if you want a good cry. Or Frozen (laughs) 2. When they bring back Olaf at the end. I mean, I I couldn't breathe. I gasped. (laughs) Gasped. Our question comes from Jesse. Spelled with an I-E. A Christmas song that you should... that I didn't write this in English. A Christmas song that should be skipped. Do you think it's Jesse Buckley from Wild Rose? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? I thought that was on Black Friday and I almost grabbed it, but it was the one beside it. I was like, man. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas song you should skip. I think, first of all, there's a lot. I, I think some of them I've just heard so many times, like, just not roasting. I could never hear that again and probably be fine. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah. Most of the Burl Ives songs, like, have a holly jolly Christmas. But I like it all. I think the older or, like, the more I listen to Christmas music as much as I do now, I think it's better if you, like, turn it down a knob and just have it, like, as background. Mine would be Rudolph Thread and His Reindeer. That's, like, a, an el- like an elementary school assembly song. But you only like Frosty the Snowman? Or Frosty the Snowman's another one. Yeah. Those would be two. Did, I feel like when we were listening to Christmas since the other day, Patrick skipped those songs. Maybe it's cold outside. No, I like that. Maybe it's cold outside. Did you listen to the one with Kelly and John Legend? Where they try to make it about, like, Uber? <laughs> no. Is that from this year? Yeah. No, thanks. Well, you're not going to support anything she does ever again, I know. Um, <laughs> anyway, I like Baby It's Cold Outside. Me too. Especially the Dean Martin one with like the, all the women singing in the background. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I like it all, though. I'll take it all. The best, what's the, win- what's the one you can never skip? Underneath the tree. Mm-hmm. Are you going to say all I want for Christmas is you? No. Mamacita. I told you it's not on Spotify this year. 
Donde esta Santa Claus? Why would they take that off? <laughs> it's the best song. I know. Um, I love Christmas music. Did I introduce you to that song? Patrick did, I think. Who? Yeah, and I introduced it, it to Patrick, you, right? Patrick, yeah. Wow. Amazing. He played it for when we were living on Western. Yeah. Wow. What a blessing. We've known each other for years. <laughs> Thank you so much for your question. The answer, real answer is you don't skip any of it. You just rock out. It's Absolutely. Christmas. Just soak it in. It's going to be gone in a month. Exactly. Doesn't make you sad already. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave the tree up all year long. Do it. I remember one um, in sixth grade when I was still trying to be a cool boy. Um, I invited all the preppy boys to my house to have a Super Bowl party in February, and our Christmas tree was still up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Who was uh, who was the halftime show that year? Oh, I don't remember. I was just in, I remember my cheeks were so red. What grade was it? Sixth. I can Google. Oh, yeah. So I was. What year was that? Uh, I don't know. I graduated in 2007. So count back four years, seven years. So 2000. You were in sixth grade? No, that doesn't make sense. No. Count back four years from 2007. 2003. Three. Then three years from that would be so, 2000. Really? I was in... Okay, wait. When did American Idol come out? 2002? Or two. Was the summer before my eighth grade year. <laughs> so think 2002 to... Two, so 2001 would be seventh grade. 2000 to 2001. So halftime show 2001. You want to know what grade I was in 2001? Zero. You were like <laughs> negative two years old. I was in the third grade. Oh my God. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, wait. I want to know who did the halftime show. 2001 Super Bowl. Yeah. That was the last party like that I ever had. Nobody ever wanted to hang out with me after that. I wasn't cool. I couldn't even fake it. Aerosmith. With Britney Spears. Nelly. Mary J. Blige and NSYNC. Wow. <laughs> That was a good one. I don't, and I've seen that since, and I don't even remember it happening in the moment. Eighty-five million people watched, including me and my like twelve <laughs> preppy boyfriends. Thirty-second commercial cost two million dollars. And how much is it now? Let's see. Two thousand eighteen <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Here we go. We're getting some real facts. Let's see. Five million dollars. So only a three million difference. That yeah. doesn't seem like that much. That's true. Thank you so much for your question. If you have a question for us, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Now it's time for your song of the week. Mine is Proud by Aaron Carpenter.
proud of him. We are so proud of him. Love Aaron. He's great. He was at the Grove like three days ago and didn't ever come into Dylan's. You have to message the old woman, Lily Hayes. And say, hey, come to the Grove. Come, come to, to the Dylan's. Grove anytime. I'll hook you guys I up. I should invite her to the gingerbread event. Can you imagine? <laughs> I would cry. <laughs> that would be the best day ever. If you never watched, if you want to watch a funny Instagram where I look up Lily Hayes. Yeah. H-A-Y-E-S-L-I-L-L-I. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the funniest woman on the internet. So funny. Um, that should have been your song of the week, Cursing and Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh my God. Uh, my song of the week is All I Want by Olivia Rodrigo. I found a guy who told me I was a star. He held the door, held my hand in the and he's perfect on paper, but he's lying to my face. Does he think that I'm the kind of girl who needs to be saved? And there's one more boy who's from my past. We fell in love, but it didn't The second I figure it out, it pushes me away. And I won't fight for love if you won't need me halfway. And I say that I'm through, but this song's still for you. All I want is love that lasts, is all I want too much to ask. And it's from High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, wow. Okay, the songs that they've been putting out, like the, obviously, like everybody knows the ones from the movie, but the ones that are on the show mm-hmm. are like actually very good. But the girl wrote this song. What girl? The Olivia girl mm-hmm. wrote the song and they used it in the show. Good for her. It's so good. It's very like emo, teenage, my kind of thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> a 30 year old. <laughs> yeah, 30 year old. <laughs> I don't think I was in her intended audience, but. Hey, they're making my taking my coin. There you go. Uh, this week you are looking forward to. I don't know. Mrs. Maisel comes back on Amazon Prime. I don't think I'm gonna. Have watch. you ever watched that? Not even one episode. You don't like period stuff, though, do you? I love Mad Men. You love The Crown. I love The Crown, which you haven't watched. I've watched two episodes. <laughs> There's plenty of stuff you haven't watched. I don't give you crap. You didn't watch Let It Snow on Netflix. You haven't watched Noel on the Disney Plus app. Richard Jewell comes out this week. And Jumanji. No. Oh. Patrick says no. Next week. In Fabric comes out this week. Oh my god. What? Finally. In Fabric? What's that? We'll show you the trailer. We'll remind you. Is it good? Well, uh, you'll have to see. You know what I wanted to watch that I never saw? What was the one with Christoph Waltz Mm -hmm. and uh, Alicia Vikander? Mm-hmm. And the boy where he is like there watching her and they have an affair. Oh, yeah. With Dane DeHaan. And it kept like disappearing, disappearing, oh, disappearing. Yeah, yeah, Tulip Fever. Where did that go? It. Is it on Netflix? I would love to watch that. Wasn't that a Weinstein movie? 
Like, didn't it get caught up in that? Yeah. Oh, tulip fever. Yeah. I have tulip fever currently. <laughs> okay. I would watch that. You should watch Mrs. Maisel. It's so cute. Maybe. You're not going to. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Johnny Depp in that Michael Jackson movie. As told from the perspective of the glove that Michael Jackson wore. No thanks. I just can't even believe that's real. Here's the thing. Whether or not Michael Jackson did things that are inappropriate, I just don't think now is necessarily the time to be telling his story. Just like the guy from Bohemian, the people who did Bohemian Rhapsody are working on a Michael Jackson movie. I just don't think now is the time. Let alone... Through the perspective of his glove. <laughs> That's absurd, like, on every level. <laughs> First of all, Johnny Depp, who's also problematic, yeah. maybe shouldn't be working on things about other people who are problematic. <laughs> right. Maybe pick somebody like... Um, Aretha Franklin. Well, they're already making her movie. Oh, that's What's right. the guy who talks about the stars? Neil deGrasse. Make a movie about him. He's problematic. what do he do? People accused him of stuff, too. Tom Hanks. Albert just start, Einstein. Albert Einstein. They, yeah, that would be great. And a film that I could see him in. Perfect. My Gooper of the Week is the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> they didn't sing, and Nicole Scherzinger sounded insane. Also, apparently they only rehearsed like four days. Mm-hmm. We could feel that. How long are you supposed to rehearse, though? Well, if you haven't danced for years, yeah. maybe a more than a couple of days. <laughs> it's not like they were on tour like last week. They were on tour like 15 years ago. Um, that being said, if they put out a bop tomorrow, I would be their number one fan. Of course. I love that first CD. I'm telling you, they sing Tainted Love. Like their CD was unreal. I love the pussy. Whatever. You love when I grow up. I do love that. Yeah, everybody in the world does. That's still like a bop. I'm ready for them to come back. I hope it works out. You're going to go to their tour? Okay, but how much? $45. $45. I don't pay $45. They're going to sing Buttons? I'd see. I'd stand up there to watch them sing that. $55 or $65? Oh, am I in the front row? $45 plus fees, so it'll be like $65. Am I in the front row? No. Oh, then no. Where are they going to be? Like at Staples Center? No. They'll be like at Ace Hotel. No. They'll be at the Greek. The Greek? The Pussycat Dolls? They're not even coming here right now. They're just doing the UK. Like, what? Who's in the UK? Are they bopping at the Pussycat Dolls? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.